to the one where I met your mother, the podcast, a podcast, maybe not the only one, it's a podcast <laughs> about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How's it going, Natalie? It's going. You know, there are other podcasts that do just this thing. Remember when we... There is at least one other one. Yeah. 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 And it was like the name that we, in a little peek behind the curtain, <laughs> we wanted a different name for this podcast. Yeah. Well, we don't need to give those people any uh, free. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's not even going on anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm doing okay. It's like a warm winter day. It's been so cold. We've had like a cold snap here. Yeah, over the holidays, it was, I think we talked about it. Yeah. It was very, very cold. Today is like mid 70s. 73 degrees it's outside kind of right a now nice on, little on January departure. 9th. Yeah. I know you're not hearing this, listeners, until like the 12th or whatever, but yeah. we're recording on January 9th. Yeah. Another peek behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing today? Uh, I guess I'm, uh, I'm okay. We I had mean, some tacos. We ate some tacos. We had some tacos from home state. Yeah, uh, that's good. Today they were very good. I'm still very full from yeah. them. I feel like I'm going to be like, because I also like had a bunch of tortilla chips, because yeah. you can't like have Mexican food or Tex-Mex in this case without, without eating way too many salty, tortilla chips. Tortilla so like, chips. I feel like I'm going to go through my whole... 32 ounces of water in like the first 10 minutes because I'm still just don't be loud about it I'm a loud I'm a loud water drinker I guzzle yeah it's it really triggers my misophonia sorry it's okay well let's jump in to this week's episodes of Friends and How I Met Your Mother uh, we are talking about season 2 episode 8 of both shows that's the one with the list and atlantic city so and and we're going to start with friends season two episode eight the one with the list non-perk opening non-perk not in the perk apartment opening seems to be the standard as we open in the apartment monica and rachel's apartment yeah so we're in the apartment uh and rachel is telling phoebe and monica about what happened at the end so yeah we picked up right where we left off yeah, yeah, she's like, come home, and she's like... Or it's like the day after. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, yeah, I guess it is the day after. Um, and uh, uh, she's uh, she's telling Phoebe and Monica what happened. They're like, oh, my God, tell me everything, or whatever. Um, and no, I think it must be the, still, the same day, because Phoebe's still wearing the same, like, Japanese print jacket or whatever she was wearing in the last episode. I don't think it's the same day, because... Rachel's her, wearing a different shirt. It's a jacket. You could wear a jacket over and over again. Yeah, I'm wearing a jacket that I wear yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to take that off. Okay. So, uh, but, so they're like, tell me everything. Phoebe's asking for these details. Monica goes and gets... Wine. Wine. She gets a bottle of wine that has previously been opened, because you can tell, like, the corks went back in it, but it's full. Like, it's like she opened it and had, like... Like a an ounce tiny, or two, yeah, <laughs> and then like better save that for later. <laughs> or maybe she's like, "This is not great. I'm going to save it for other people." <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. These these people are not drinkers. I mean, they when they do, do, they do fill up their <laughs> glasses pretty high, comically yeah, high. Yeah, because they don't know. Well, that's like what happened to you at Mod Pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This is a funny story. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it's not a funny story. I just got like I ordered a white wine at Mod Pizza. And this like kid behind the counter <laughs> thought that like wine was the same as like a pint glass, and he basically poured you got me a sixteen ounce pour of wine. sixteen ounce pour of wine like in a 
pint glass, like filled to the top. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I thought he was just like, he knew and he was just like, eh, who cares? It's like cheap white wine or whatever. And then I sat down and then I saw another employee like point <laughs> at my <laughs> glass and like reprimanded him. <laughs> but like, what are you going to do? Like take it back? Yeah. It did was, you drink the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I mean, it took a while, but I think you, you, no, no, you no I was with, with someone a, else. With someone else. So someone else I was with was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to get more like wine or beer or whatever to like keep up with. Because they got a I regular think, pour. I think I ended up sharing. I think I was with Vanessa and I shared with her. Our friend Vanessa. Uh, Carlton. <laughs> um. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to, there's only famous Vanessa I could think of. Vanessa Williams. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa huh. Hutchins. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and again, but the, okay, so this, I'll, I can't get used to it. At, at a certain point, I have to, maybe this is just my hang up. But like, Monica wanting all the details about her own brother making out oh, with Rachel is weird to me. She was like all horned up about this kiss. And I'm like, you're horned up about a kiss with your brother. Your brother. Yeah. It's weird. It's right? one thing to be like excited for Rachel, but it's another thing to like, vis- like she was like, Oh, like describe it. Like she was, yeah. Horning up. There's yeah. no other words to describe it. Yeah. It's, uh, and I, I'm glad that you find it weird too, because uh, I know I'm not alone. You and I are watching, um, we keep talking about other sitcoms. I like that. I like this. Uh, it's a show about sitcoms, two sitcoms in particular, but we talk about sitcoms in general. Yeah. We're watching grand crew, mm-hmm. it's a new, a, a new sitcom and Nicole Byer and, um, Oh, what's his name? Is it echo Kellum? Yes. Yes. Play brother and sister. And there's like a thing where like Nicole Byer will be like too weird and forward or interested in like echo Kellum was like, grossed out by it it's like i like that that show at least acknowledges it yeah no one on friends is like monica like this is your brother that we're talking about i'm glad you're happy for rachel right but you could be happy without like begging for the details yeah you know and this was a real like um like men are from mars women are from venus kind of scene because the scene with the girls is like, all right, now dish, tell me everything with their wine yeah, and very like emotive and descriptive. And at one point, like Rachel, like acts out the whole kiss. Like where Ross's hands went. Yeah. Like it was very descriptive. Yeah. Very specific. And then we see the, the dudes, the, the dudes are conversation. across the hall, literally standing over a box of pizza and chewing and like, and Ross is like, and then we kissed. And Joey's like, tongue? He's like, yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> and that's the entire thing. That was scene. it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the, uh, I guess that's kind of all the cold open is both those those two scenes are, are the cold open. Then uh, we finally get to the perk and uh, Chandler is very happy that he has purchased the world's first ever laptop, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this thing looks... Oh, it's uh, a big block. It's like a and like, but it's like thick. It's a thi- it's a yeah, it's a block. But the screen is like so small yeah. in the middle of it. Like yeah, um, I I remember my swim coach probably about this time had a laptop that he and like very similar to Chandler. He was like very proud, like showing it off. I remember it had a trackball in uh-huh. the, like uh, the the keyboard. I uh, I don't think 
I don't think Chandler's had a trackball. But um, it's just funny to think, like, uh, and, like, with cell this phones, like, you know, like, things change. But I, when I think about, like, the first cell phone, my, my parents had a cell phone. Yeah. They had one cell phone. And it was, like... I mean, it practically looked like a clutch. It was so big. It was, a, yeah, Zach <laughs> yeah. Morris phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's just funny to see these things Yeah, because it was supposed to be, like, the height of technology. Yeah, yeah. And um, and we're supposed to believe that Chandler's, like, some, like, computer, like, computer guy, like, hacker. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, like, talking about the, the bits per second and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, that's not the point. The point is... Um, uh, Monica's still looking for a job here. Um, there's a whole thing where Joey's trying to talk her into being a, a stripper. Uh, oh, there's a little commonality between the two episodes. References to, tri- to strippers. Yeah, kind of. there you go. <laughs> I couldn't think of any similarities. Um, so the, we've got one out of the way. Uh, uh, what's most important here, though, in the episode, in the entire episode, is that this episode was directed by Mary Kay Place. Oh, I didn't even notice that. You didn't notice that? No. Yeah. So uh, good for her. We are big Mary Kay Place yeah. uh, fans here at uh, Casa Schaefer Backs. I don't know. Casa, the one where I met your mother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this in this podcast, we stand Mary <laughs> Kay Place. Um, Everyone knows it. Yeah. So there, uh, but Ross is like, oh, what am I going to do about Julie? Like, I feel so bad, which I like that they're acknowledging the Julie thing. Then Ra- then Rachel like comes out of like the storeroom uh, carrying boxes of coffee that are like, uh, I guess Central Perk has their own brand. Their own like coffee blend. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had, it had like the Central Perk logo, but it was it said Central J- Central Jolt. Right. So, the, yeah, I wonder head. if they sell beans. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so she's got her central jolt coffee. Uh, Ross is like, what are we going to do? And then Julie shows up. Oh, that's a props to the props department. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Julie shows up, and Ross is kind of awkward. And then uh, maybe my favorite part of the episode is Phoebe. Phoebe's song. And uh, I guess Phoebe's, like, worked things out with Max Wright. She's back uh, yeah. <laughs> on the mic. Yeah. Um Chrissy Hind had to like go on tour or whatever, I'm <laughs> sure. And so she sings a song about the love triangle, the, the Ross, Rachel and Julie situation, but with changing all the names. And the funniest part is repeatedly insisting within the lyrics of the song that this is uh, something that she made up and is not, not based on real. Based on I felt so real. sad for Julie yeah. in this moment because everyone knows besides her and it like, she's the fool here. And that sucks. She yeah, did she did nothing wrong. And I wonder, I mean, you would know, I guess, but that's the premise of the show, but as as a as a friend's neophyte, I I wonder uh I'll be interested to see if Julie does find out because skipping ahead, Ross does break up with Julie in this episode. Right. Off off screen. Yeah. So this scene he is the last it. time we see Julie. Yeah. Um at least in the episode. I wonder if Julie will come back. I don't know. I know you know I'm going to try not to look at you for 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 spoilers. Um but uh uh yeah, it felt like she's been around long enough and has been a significant enough part of the show that her being dumped off-screen seems like that can't be the final. So I I feel like she's probably going to show up again, but I don't know. Um All right, so then uh what's next? Monica interviews with the job with Michael McKean. Mhm. Um, this is very funny. Always glad to see Michael McKean. I always like him yeah. as a as a performer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's um, 
uh, and and he, here he's uh, running a company that that is trying to make a Mom. imitation chocolate. Yeah. Among other products. Yes, yes. But uh, 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 Monica gets hired to be like a recipe inventor or whatever for yeah. chocolate, imitation chocolate. Yeah. Apparently it tastes disgusting. But I feel like this was so, uh, like before it's time, I get No, no, that's the wrong. So out of touch. Because like there's always been like carob chocolate and, you know, like it... I feel like it's not that f- much of a stretch to make chocolate that's not actually chocolate. But this reminds me of, because it, it probably, to the f- average Friends viewer in 1995, that stuff yeah. wasn't on their radar. It reminds me of, again, we're going to keep talking about other sitcoms. Did you ever see the Tofurky episode of Everybody Loves Raymond? No. I don't think they call it Tofurky because Tofurky's a brand name and they can't. Right. But it's... Like, ooh, a loaf of it's, fake it, it, the, the episode is that, um, no, I can't remember Raymond's wife's name, like, wants them to have a healthier Thanksgiving and so gets a tofu turkey. And it, it first thing, if you know tofurkey, they don't actually make them look like big turkeys. Or there, there are brands that actually are, like, shaped like a big turkey? Uh-huh. Okay. It's unsettling. Well, then, it even has like the like the wings and yeah, the that's legs. Yeah, that's what that's what they have, but yeah. here it's all like slimy. Yep, that's they make that. Okay, so maybe this everybody loves Raymond episode that I've for years been like this person has never seen an actual tofurkey. Maybe no. I'm the one who I mean there's so many different brands, there's so many different shapes, sizes, like But in any case, I think you would find as a vegetarian who has eaten tofurkey even longer than uh, I've known you, you would find this Everybody Loves Raymond episode ridiculous and insulting because the the entire joke of the, right. like, it's a huge set piece that it is like, look how gross this is. And because I feel like out. people who watch Everybody Loves Raymond, like... Hey, now, that was a good show. But uh, you have to admit, like, it's for people. But so is Friends. It's for basics who don't so realize that, friends. like, synthetic foods are, like, totally yes. normal. And Friends is for that those people too yeah that's that's my that's my argument here um okay so back now we've got uh uh rachel's like oh no what is like before when ross was like oh what am i gonna do now rachel's like what is ross gonna do like she's gonna he's gonna pick julie or whatever and again across the hall ross is uh going over the same he's sweating the same decision yeah. with joey and chandler chandler mostly just as an excuse to use his uh ancient laptop he's like let's make a pros and cons list because he's like i could do different like fonts for the different okay so he says he's all excited about like doing a spreadsheets with different colors and columns and then we actually see the list and it's literally <laughs> like, like a word as document primitive as yeah. you can be it's just like a heading <laughs> List, list, list. Yeah. Another heading list. Like, there's no spreadsheet. It's not color-coded. Like, he made it sound like he was, like, a spreadsheet guy. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, <laughs> you actually see it. It's absurd. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then we, they're making the list. Then back in, we're going back and forth across the hall between the two uh, apartments. Back in Monica and Rachel's apartment, Monica has made a bunch of mocklet dishes, Thanksgiving-themed mocklet dishes. Um, they look great. They look great, but Rachel and Phoebe are angry with Monica for How making her they are. making her eat them, making them eat them. Um, 
Uh, oh, and then, okay, so then I guess we get cut to the next day, and Ross shows up again at Joey and Chandler's apartment, and he's like, you guys, I did it. I broke up with Julie last night. She cried. I cried. It was terrible. Um, oh, no, she cried. She threw stuff at me. It they hit <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Julie doesn't seem like the violent type. Yeah, but, I mean, you know. But yeah, I guess. Uh, hell hath no fury, right? All right. Amen. Um, <laughs> Women be crazy. <laughs> uh, and then we get a scene or a continuing to that scene where Rachel shows up because she needs, I don't know, she wants to borrow something. She's like, hey, do you guys have? Yeah, we don't know what she. Yeah. But then she sees Ross there. I was thinking maybe she needs um, like mouthwash. You know, because well, it's the, the next day, isn't it? Because the baked goods were or, so. No, maybe that. Okay, so it's that the same was scene. yeah. Yes. Okay, so the daybreak was before yeah. the mocklet tasting, yeah. not after the mocklet tasting. They wanted something to like get the yeah, mocklet so taste like, out of their mouths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of those. Do you remember those uh, Listerine strips, uh-huh. like big acid tabs or yep. whatever? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sure do. <laughs> Maybe that's what she wanted. Uh, all right. So, and then I, I found this to be the whole thing about like. Rachel sees the list. It it's it takes really no disrespect to Mary Kay Place, but the blocking to get Rachel mm-hmm. from the door mm-hmm. all the way to the laptop yeah. doesn't make sense. It was clunky it's as hell. So contrived yeah. and so telegraphed. Like, oh, obviously she's like going over She's there. She's going to get to the printer somehow. Yeah, yeah. To the, well, to the left. I do, I do think, because the, uh, yeah, we forgot to mention the episode, the or the uh, the scene starts off with Chandler on the phone with tech support about how his new laptop won't print. <laughs> so I actually did think the payoff to, like, Chandler slams the laptop shut to keep Rachel from seeing it, and then it finally prints, and it Again, prints the, the this, list. That, I thought, was a good payoff, at least. This list, though, didn't need to be printed. There were four items on this list. It it could have been a Post-it note. Like, it was so ridiculous. It literally had, like, four things on this. Like, it didn't need to be printed. Yeah. So, yeah, they shut off, they closed down the computer, and then it automatically prints, and then... Yeah. Um, well, go on. Um, let's see. Where was I with that? Rachel getting to the... Oh, so, the, yeah, the, when she finds out, she finally, like, gets the list, and she reads it, and she, like, goes back home and locks Ross out. And then we cut to, I guess, the next day again? Mm-hmm. And the gang minus Ross and Rachel are at the perk, like, filling each other, everybody in with what happened there, you know? And, uh... Getting mad at Chandler because the Joey list was his idea. Yeah, that it was Chandler's so idea. So I'm... List pro pros and cons list in most cases but this was not a pros and cons list it was just it was just four of rachel's faults and they were cruel and one of them didn't even come from ross which is weird that like joey said yeah. the thing about her having like chubby chunky, ankles chunky ankles yeah which, chubby ankles um i thought I, I guess i just always thought throughout the for the rest of the episode i kept thinking the chubby English thing is going to come up and Ross is going to say that wasn't even mine. That was Joey's or whatever, but he never, he never does. I mean, I, I thought it was going to, I thought we we're going to get some sort of payoff for that. Um, okay. So 
so so then we cut to that night. It's raining. It's going to rain for the rest of the episode, which mm-hmm. I thought was actually kind of an interesting mm-hmm. choice because the previous episode ended in the rain in a very romantic way. Mm-hmm. This is a very depressing mm-hmm. rain, like Rachel's staring, staring out, out the window. The window. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ross climbs the fire escape yeah. <laughs> to try and come in, which I didn't realize that that, I guess that makes sense. So there's yeah. a ladder that goes to that outside little, uh, unofficial patio they have. Mm-hmm. Balcony. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, Rachel shuts the curtains and goes in the bedroom and he's shouting his prose list, all these things he loves about Rachel yeah. while the other friends come in. Um, and they and, don't know what's going on cause she's shut in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And they're just hearing, so they let, they let him in, uh, Monica has a thing about maybe you need a hot, nice warm cup of hot mocklet to, yeah. to cheer you up. And I felt like uh, at, at a certain point I thought like, Oh, the writers think this mocklet thing is a, it's funnier than a richer it. vein than yeah. it actually yes. is. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but it doesn't matter anyway because the Mocklet company is going out of business because um, <laughs> uh, they didn't they they failed the, the FDA, FDA did not approve yeah. but um, uh, so finally so then now we get to Rachel it's still raining Rachel's looking out the window Ross dedicates a song to her on the radio it's with or without you which yeah. I kind of feel like that period you two is kind of perfect for the friends mm-hmm. in terms of like. <laughs> doing a little gesture. It's like right in that niche zone yeah. of like, it's like the friends wouldn't be hip enough to have been into like boy and war in October. You two. Right. But they know the sort of mid period, yeah. like arena you two, which is still like radio. They have radio. enough taste to why well, you and I feel differently about you two. I like you two more than you do, but they have enough taste to know that U2 is a good band, but with or without you is probably as far as they're going to go. Sure. They're not going to like, they're not going to get the go B-sides. back to like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, seconds, which is my favorite U2 song. Um, Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. It takes a second to say goodbye. Yeah. Say goodbye. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's my favorite U2 song. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, but then, uh, so then we think like, oh, this is the thing that's gotten through to Rachel because she picks up the phone. We think, oh, she's going to call Ross and forgive him. It turns out she <laughs> called the radio station to tell the person what Ross did that he was apologizing for, which led the radio station to stop the song halfway through. <laughs> In the through. middle, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, there's, this episode, I think, wasn't that funny. But yeah. there were some funny moments. Mostly music related. Phoebe's song was funny. Yeah. And the radio dedication bit yeah. was funny. Like the DJ, like in good conscience, couldn't play this song <laughs> yeah. for this guy who did this list. Uh, so instead she plays a song, and I won't say to who, because that's my funniest moments later, but uh, she p- p- plays another song that we go to credits on, which is... In uh, My Room. In My Room by Grantley Buffalo. Right. It was a Beach Boys cover. Um, okay. So you're smarter about music. Uh, Although it could... Maybe it's a cover from some, maybe Beach Boys covered it. From I don't know, else. but I, I know this is the Grantly Buffalo okay. version because okay. I uh, fucking shazammed it or oh, sat so, so okay. around it or whatever to make oh, sure. Okay. Um, which I feel like didn't we have? I feel like we talked about Grantly Buffalo hmm. on this podcast. Uh, a Grantly Buffalo song has shown up either on Friends or How I Met Your Mother before because I know we talked about it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. But I remember, it's funny when we're watching TV together and I see you 
pull out Shazam and I'm like, it's Spoon. It's like, and I'll be like, don't, just stop it. It's the cranberries or whatever. (laughs) I know the cranberries, but. uh, But I like being able to like. What were we watching that uh, that was a spoon? Was it Happy Endings had a spoon song? No, it was uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. But it wasn't the same episode that Britt Daniel was in. No, but it was a previous one. They clearly like spoon, which they're right to. Yeah. They're right. But. Yeah, so we were watching Veronica Mars, and I was like, well, I know this song. Who is this? And, and I looked over, Spoon. and I was like, it's Spoon. <laughs> I think, yeah, because there's, yeah, you can do that. If I did that to you, it would be patronizing and mansplaining, right? No, you do it all the time in other ways. But I try not to. That's the difference. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, try I don't, I don't hold back. <laughs> you don't hold back, <laughs> nor should you. Uh, so yeah, we go to the credits on that. Then we get a tag. Michael McKeon's back. He's brought, uh, Monica back in because they've developed a new <laughs> product called, uh, fish, sta- fish yeah. which are pistachios made of fish bits. Yeah. Um, which is dumb, but it ends on a good joke where he's like, here, try, uh, here try one wait, wait, wait. and like he goes to she goes to reach and he's like wait do you have any allergies and she said she says uh just cat, cat hair. hair and he goes oh, oh one second thought, like don't eat those <laughs> so not only are they like fish like fake fish bits but they have cat they hair have in cat them hair. so disgusting <laughs> yeah. there was also um so the, this will the, uh, can segue into funniest moments but you have other stray observations well, i was gonna say it um can segue into props to the props department oh, because okay. there were binders behind michael mckeon's desk and it was like fake a lot like and i i clocked pistachios like in the the binder before it was even made into a joke so i'm glad that it came back yeah that's great um oh also props to the props department um so the baked goods look delicious even though they tasted awful apparently um but also did you notice in um chandler and joey's apartment there's a clown faced cookie jar and the face of the cookie jar is it's a it's a clown and it looks just like Circus Liquor, famous monument oh, in North here Hollywood. In North Hollywood, by our where house. we live. Yes. Yeah, I was hoping that you would. I didn't that. think, of, but hopefully it'll be there in future episodes as well. I think, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, any other other stray observations? Um, um no. So, uh, funniest moments I mentioned cat hair. I'll also say I specifically left out the second dedication <laughs> because, yeah. uh, so the, 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 the DJ is like, I can't, we can't support this, this man that we did. It's awful. Yeah. Instead, uh, this dedication goes out from Michelle to, I can't remember who it was. Michelle says she's sorry she hit you with her car and she hopes you can work it out. <laughs> yeah. This was a real, um, art LeBeau type radio show. Yeah. If you know, you know, um, or like, um, Ryan's Roses, have you heard of that? Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. I've never listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have any funny, funniest moments? Um, I forgot who said it, but um, <laughs> when was it? Is it Phoebe who says to Ross, how'd you make out last night? <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, wait, so then, but she says last night, so then that oh, goes back to, I guess the opening right, scene right, right, is right, right, the right, same right, night. Right, right, right. Yes. Rachel just changed. Well, she probably got her work clothes all wet in the rain, walking home in the rain. So, okay, we're overthinking this. Uh, My last funniest moment is a very minor one, but it's a very Michael, just a Michael McKean moment in his first scene when he's looking over uh, Monica's resume. He's like, very impressive. Muy impressivo. (laughs) Yeah, that was very funny. Um, Now, it's not 
necessarily a specific line, but when the dudes are trying to keep Rachel from the computer or the paper, okay, um, they pretend it's a short story that Chandler wrote. <laughs> so there's like a lot of humor in there, like looks back and forth and like then Chandler has to make up a fake short story. Yeah. Um, I would be so pissed off at like Rachel is understandably pissed off at Ross, but I would be so hurt that it was evident that the three of them were like naming things off wrong with Rachel. Yeah. Like they were all conspiring against her in a way. I mean, she didn't know it's, it's not as like damning as it, seems to her but like they were all yeah. listing off like some of her like greatest insecurities that's the thing yeah i i, I didn't want to i don't want to give the cat let the cat out of the bag too much but i didn't love this episode overall yeah but um rachel's scene where she like confronts ross and yes. it's like these are all the things that i worry about about myself yeah and to hear yeah them to be come, validated come, yeah with someone i care about and love and trust yeah that, that that was a good scene it's so hurtful um so i guess tip of the cap to jennifer aniston for the, for that scene yeah uh should we move on to friends but make it fashion yeah um well, okay well um the winner overall scene fashion scene when ross is out on the balcony <laughs> in the rain when everyone comes in in their rain, rain gear yeah they look great i'm yeah. gonna single out before i toss back to you um, Chandler's wearing like an olive trench coat that I like. Oh, there are rarely things that I see on this show that I'm like, I want that, <laughs> but I wanted that olive trench coat. That was very cool. I didn't notice it because I was hyper focused on Phoebe's child raincoat with butterflies big all butterflies. over. Butterflies, <laughs> but like right down the it was like a big like oversized placket with like butterfly like out out. They were um, like iridescent butterflies all over this jacket. Yeah, it was like made for a five year old. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it too. It was on, um, on my list too. Also noteworthy was uh, Rachel's puffer jacket. Yeah, it's her like quilted yeah. uh, coat that um, actually like plays a part in the episode because. Right. Ross goes across the hall to grab her coat, yeah. and that's when she finds the. This is list. like the seventh friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I can't remember what like, wow, what what corny thing does Ross say? Um, when he comes back with the coat, he's like, one coat coming right up, or like, oh, I don't even remember. Some sort of corny Ross type thing. Uh, other things. Oh, the, oh, the only other thing that I, I have that we, cause we took each other's here, but, um, Monica's job interview with Michael McKean. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a very smart, uh, suit, like a, a, a business suit, mm-hmm. but like a skirt suit mm-hmm. on that I, with like pinstripes that I thought was very cool looking. Yeah. Anything else for, for fashion? Nope. Well, um, Let's move on to friends, uh, running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing, anything like that. Um, well, it wouldn't be friends without a little hint of fat phobia, just the chubby chubby ankles ankles, and the fact that these men are like sizing up all of these, their friends, like physicality is just gross to me. Um, you know, like they have like objectively like great bodies. The fact that like, I don't know. It just bothers me. Yeah. Chubby ankles. Like it's not only is it untrue, it's just not funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, also just like 
we've made fun of like the the lame like um men are from mars <laughs> women are from yeah. venus battle of the yeah. sexes like women are like this and men are like this yeah you know that's annoying um the only, the only thing i uh thought of and i don't even know if it counts we've talked about like the friends are always watching tv and talking about tv mm-hmm. there's a, when chandler's on the phone with the tech support guy he the tech support oh, guy yeah, is yeah. like watching star trek and yeah. then chandler like gets invested in the star trek episode yeah not bad not bad yeah um anything else you wanted to talk about uh nope 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 in that case we'll be right back this episode is brought to you in part by noom forget one size fits all diets With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Okay, let's jump into How I Met Your Mother, Season 2, Episode 8, Atlantic City. Take it away, Natalie. Okay, so we... <laughs> so, so. We start the episode in um, Ted... Ted and Marshall's apartment. Yeah, not at McLaren's. Not at McLaren's. And Marshall and Lily are um, eating pancakes on the couch. They're reconnect. You know, they're together again. Yes. Um, rekindled. They're back to normal. Um, and then they bring up like, "You're the one I want to be with. You're the one I want to marry." And um, Marshall is like, "Oh, that like." you call that a proposal? Like you didn't even like give this big monologue of the reasons why you love me and why I need to marry you. So she gets down on one knee in the kitchen yeah, and kind of like improvises yeah. a proposal. Did you think, I feel like it was supposed to be kind of cute, but I also read like, is Marshall still like a little angry at her? And I think he, like there's other clues that he's a little angry at her. Yes. So like, is this, I know this is cute, but this is also like him, like, Punishing putting her. her through the paces, like making her bit, yeah. making her uh, grovel and get down on her knees and, and earn it. A little bit, um, yeah. But there's also a, a reference to the pilot um, when Lily says, uh, remember your proposal to me, which happens in the pilot when right. like Marshall had planned like a big dinner or whatever, but then he hit her in the eye with the champagne cork. Right, right. And and proposed, I think, I think right there in the, in the kitchen, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since we watched the pilot. Um, but, uh, Marshall, but Lily says something about like, um, cause Marshall's like, you have to have like a speech plan and all this stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. Oh really? Do I like remember your proposal to me? And she like puts her hand over her eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, consummate their proposal on the kitchen floor <laughs> and they're like covered in flour and syrup. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have to, they turn the, Mrs. Butterworth bottle around. Right, which, uh, which we canceled. Yeah. That's like a dated joke now because yeah, that no longer has. Yeah. It's yeah. no longer. What, what is it called? Like Pearl Mining Company butter or something like that? Yeah. 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 Um, so th- the only little flashback we get, this episode is like pretty linear. 
for the most part. The only flashback we get is seven months earlier, and we see the fallout from uh, Lily canceling the wedding and Marshall having to like call his family and tell them all what happened. Yeah. Um, but that's the only. That's yeah. really the only flashback we get. So then. Um, but then we get another hint of Marshall like still being mad when Lily says, when we cut back from the flashback and the flashback and Lily's like, well, I really messed everything up by canceling that wedding. And he's like, you're not just realizing that now, are right, you? Right. Yeah. yeah. So in her mind, she's like, Oh, like I want to marry you, but I can't face your family again. I can't face what I did, what we've been through. Yeah. Let's, elope let's go to atlantic city they decide yeah um so this was a fun scene where they gather all the crew so they go to the um they go to robin's news station and she's um she's um what is she doing like the news story about piranhas in the east river yeah she's doing like i think she's doing a like a promo for like tune in at 11 to find out i think that's what like breaking news um so she leaves and i guess the camera guy is is cool to read the news there's a line there but i don't know if it's in your funniest moment it's not but it was very funny when the the producer's like mike can read the news you can read right mike and he's like i'm the best at reading oh yeah i'm the best at reading and he's eating a sandwich (laughs) oh i thought it was a jelly donut Oh, I thought it was, was a it sandwich. A, maybe it was a sandwich. I thought it was like a, yeah, it looked like a sandwich to me. Okay. I don't know. They're um, both funny. So Robin's in, they, they get Robin, they go to Ted's office, they get Ted. Um, he wavers a little bit, but then he's like, oh, this is like, I want to be part of the story. I want to like, yeah. this is a love story that I want to be a part of. Um, so he's in, and then they find Barney in the nail salon. He's getting a pedicure, yeah. and they all decide to get pedicures. Well, there's a line in here that I thought was very funny that I think, I don't know if it uh, tracks, reads to everyone, because he says, Barney says something like, uh, if getting a pedicure is not manly, why was it? Um, written about, written in, about details. in Details magazine, which if Details I don't think exists anymore. But details, there was a thing in the 2000s, I think, like, Will and Grace even had a joke about, like, details was, like, the gay GQ. But it never, Mm. details was not overtly, like, a gay magazine, but it was, there was, like, you can, I actually, like, looked up uh, um, an article at out.com that was, like, Like details details is is very gay. It's just not coming out and saying it. If you know, you know. Yeah. Like, this is what we read. So I feel like that was a bit of a gay panic joke and a little, or, like, homophobic joke at least a little bit of like ah. uh, how could it be manly as if a gay man can't be manly you know okay. that's the thing okay um so yeah like kind of a smart joke but a smart homophobic joke at the same right. time right got it um so yeah i like the scene of them all getting pedicures but it reminded me of friends a little bit in the way that they like okay, the friends are here. Now everyone move aside and now cater to us. Cause like in no way would there be like five, five available, you know, nail technicians to be able to do that. And then like, just move everyone aside. Like let these people all sit here, have the run of the place. Yeah. Um, usually you need an appointment, you know, call ahead. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I've never gotten a pedicure. Oh, you should. It's great. I don't think I would like, Anyone touching oh, my feet? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I guess that's not for everyone. Yeah, I've got manicures. Um, not worth the money for me because I am a. It's so hard for me not to bite my nails. Right, right. 
That was loud. Um, okay, so they go to Atlantic City. They're in a casino, and um, it's... I'm sure there are... I've never been to Atlantic City. Neither have I. Um, but it, it is very... Um, never been to New Jersey at all. Yeah, me neither. But um, they're in this casino. It does seem very, uh, like, dusty and gross, and it's just, like, all, like, older people. Right. Um, yeah. It's a little rough around the edges, I guess. Um, but Barney seems to know all of the Chinese businessmen <laughs> who like come up to him and yeah. say hi. He speaks fluent. Is it Mandarin? Um, yeah, I don't know if that was. I don't know the difference between Cantonese, Cantonese and Mandarin okay. just to hear it. Um, but yeah, he's completely fluent. Um, yeah. Clearly, we we learned that he has a history of a gambling addiction. Yeah. Um, so they're in this casino. Um, Lily's kind of like freaking out, like, okay, I need a bouquet. I need a veil. Let's meet at the wedding chapel in 20 minutes. The dudes have 20 minutes to get to go to the strip club real quick. Well, they have 20 minutes to find a veil, which very hilariously Barney does he in just, a minute and a half. Yeah, he like <laughs> moseys away, comes back with a veil in like 30 seconds. And there's a joke about like, she wasn't ready yet. Like he basically like talked a woman out of getting married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um also, this was like a funny gag throughout the episode was um, Lily said to Robin, like, you look too cute. You're going to like be cuter than the bride. That can't happen. Go get like a, a crappy T-shirt from the gift shop. And she comes <laughs> back in like the um, like uh, T-shirt boobs, like the bathing, like bikini novelty T-shirt. Yes, it's like a long T-shirt you would wear to the beach that looks makes it look like a like a, a busty babe, <laughs> yeah. a busty bikini babe. And yeah. Like Ted couldn't be hornier. He loves it. I mean, yeah, what you're like, this was, it's, I mean, it's too, it happened. It, it, it's too recurring through the episode for it to be my funniest moment, but it was maybe the funniest it thing was about really fun- the episode. Like he couldn't, was, like she would catch him just like staring at her fake t-shirt body, yeah. t-shirt boobs. Yeah. And then like they go when they're at the courthouse later, they, they go sex into in the, the closet, closet. And, and, and he's like, goes to ask her something and she's like, yes, I'll keep it on. Yeah. He loves it. And yeah, yeah, it pays off later. Yeah. Um, so they go to the casino, they go to the wedding chapel at the casino and I love the, um, surly Kino slash chapel hostess. Is she an actress that, you know, Uh, I looked her up. I, I, um, her name is Patricia Belcher. Okay. She's very funny, but, um, she basically tells them that like you need it. There's like a three day waiting period for any sort of, um, wedding, um, certificate. Right. Mm. So she's going off on all the different laws and they're like, are you sure? But we're in love. And she's like, no, I'm pretty like, this is the only thing that you can do. She has like a lot of funny. She's like, like, yeah, are you sure? He's like, she's like, Am I sure about the marriage laws in a state where I work at a wedding chapel? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And this whole like monologue, she's also calling out Kino numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other funny one is, um, she's like, they're, they might waive the waiting period. And in, 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 if you have a good enough reason, like we're in love. And she's like, well, the last guy it worked on was about to ship out to Iraq to defend our country. But see if your thing works. Yeah. 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 So they go to the courthouse, um, they like talk to one of the clerks who's Kate Micucci. Kate Micucci. Yeah. yeah. And she was very funny. Yeah. She's like, that is no problem. I could totally do that. 
is what I'd say if that was a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Or, and they're like, well, what about if we could talk to the judge? Absolutely. Is what I'd say if that was a possibility. <laughs> and she just kept going with this and it was very, very funny. Her delivery was yeah. perfect. Um, they end up, I guess Lily sees like the judge go into the bathroom. She follows him into the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and it's Richard Gant. Richard Gant. Hostetler from Deadwood. Hostetler. Among yes. other, many, many other things, but I know him mostly as Hostetler. Yes. Um, he runs the livery. That's right. right? The guy who runs the livery um, in, in Deadwood. So they talk to the judge and the judge um, is listening to their story and he's like, wow, yeah, like 10 years together, unwavering love. And Marshall like gives a look and he's like, wait, is your love unwavering? Like, yeah, he kind of like challenges him. Um, yeah, I like that. The, the, he catches the look about yeah. the unwavering thing. Um I also, real quick, before we move on from Richard Gant, though, I think of him first as Hostetler. He's also one of the two cops in Big Lebowski, who's like, <gasps> I wouldn't hold oh, out hope and for the Creedence. The Creedence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, we should watch that. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been too long. Um, so, yeah, the judge... Uh, so, the judge denies them? Uh, yeah, because they... Yeah. Have not been. Because they've not had they have unwavering. Wavered. They yeah. have wavered in their love. Um, so they're back at the casino. And then Lily comes up with the idea like, oh, um, well, people get married um, on international waters all the time. Yeah. And, and a. So we just need a, to find a, a, a boat captain. We just can. need to find a boat captain. Yeah. So Lily like goes up to like another like surly woman playing a um, <laughs> like a. Um, oh, my God. Slot machine? A slot machine. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Folks, you've witnessed it. This is, this happens. Slot machine. Um, she's not a ship captain, but they do find a ship captain captain at the bar. Um, and he's like, yeah, I could do it for $5,000 and they don't have $5,000, but Barney knows how to play this weird high stakes, uh, hybrid game, which is like, yeah. Um, Mahjong and Wheel of Fortune and musical chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like the most chaotic game you've ever seen. Yeah. And it includes a, like a jelly bean, like (laughs) pick a hand. Um, but he wins and he wins enough money to, um, you know, pay the ship captain. Yeah. And they, the ship captain, the actor's name is Todd Stashwick and I recognize him, but he I couldn't familiar. pin. He's yeah. been in so much stuff that I can't pin down what I know him from. Yeah. But, uh, Todd Stashwick is the guy's name. Yeah. So we're on the boat and apparently this is something that he does all the time. Cause it's all decorated. They have like clearly like the wedding package, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so they're ready to do it. And then they have that like scene again where it's like, um, their love is like, wavering you know like there's but it's not about the wavering it's it's he says like here in front of your friends and family all of the people you care about right 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 right. and and lily lily hesitates because she knows she knows marshall wants to get married in front of his family and she's like denying him that and she knows that he's being a good guy by going along with her plan but she doesn't want to be responsible for for that yeah but she makes a little a little stab at him like she could just imagine his family sipping cups of mayonnaise (laughs) (laughs) judging her yeah Yeah. um it's funny because we're we also just finished watching happy endings but there's another like um like a bride 
bowing out at the last minute, yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 As a theme. But the, um, uh, I mean, the mayonnaise thing in particular, like that's a, it's a general Midwestern joke, but it is also the season one Thanksgiving episode. Yes, it was yes. like a reference to Mayon- mayonnaise. Yeah. Being tons of mayonnaise. And everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they decide to not get married on a boat. Um, and then they decide that they will get married later with family. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, we get a little tag at the end where Lily and Marshall are on the couch. And um, Ted, like, comes out of his bedroom wearing the the boob t-shirt. Yeah. Walks yeah. into the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and they say, like, I hope Robin's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think, was it the same t-shirt? Yeah. I guess I just sometimes I forget how <laughs> this is gonna make me sound stupid. Like men are just larger than women <laughs> because on Robin that T-shirt came like almost to her knees, yeah. or at least like mid thigh. Yeah. Here Ted's wearing the T-shirt and you can like see his boxer shorts. Maybe it's a different shirt because Robin is a tall woman. Yeah, but maybe uh, Josh Radner's tall too. Uh, I don't. Yeah, maybe he is. Oh, I forgot oh, to no, mention. I gotta look up their heights. When they're, when they're on a boat, um, you know, Ted and Robin are, you know, in the background like, oh, this is so sweet. I love this. And um, I forget what Robin says, but Ted said, oh, I thought you said you never wanted to get married. And she said, oh, never say never. So yeah. that was kind of like, hmm, interesting. Um, oh, wow. Okay, according to Google, which is never, ever wrong. Uh-huh. Um, Kobe Smulders is five foot eight, which is tall. That's tall. That's, yeah. I mean, am I? I'm like five foot. You're nine. like five eight, five nine. Yeah. So she's like my height. Uh, and Josh Redner is five eleven, so taller than she is, but not okay. that much more. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I. Uh, oh yeah, we in because um, I like to remember to call out the songs. Fountains of Wayne sink to the bottom. That's yes. what's playing while yeah. they're on the on on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, are we moving on to the, funniest uh, moments? Yeah. Go um, ahead. We already discussed mine, and it was um, Kate Micucci's delivery. Absolutely, okay. <laughs> is what I'd say if I could do anything for you. Uh, if I had to pick one moment, so my funniest things were the running joke about Ted not being able to stop checking out Robin's like fake T-shirt body. Yeah. Uh, and then the... The game itself. Oh, yes. The yes. game was so funny. The game was so funny. And especially, like... Um, because it kept having new elements yes, to it. Yes. And then um, Marshall figuring it out. Marshall is like, I got it. I see this game is played. And they're like, no, you don't. And he's like, trust me. And he's like, Barney, split your tiles. If you find the jelly bean, you can trip your money. And then that's when we get the like, pick, pick a hand. Yeah. Thing. There's three women. And one of them has like a jelly bean. And he has to pick yeah. the hand. He yeah. picks the jelly bean hand. And they all even, the, like the Chinese businessmen he's playing against are like, ah, oh, like. but like there's a progression because they're at the table. And, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, this is poker. And then they bring out the Mahjong titles and then they move, they get up and change seats and then there's a wheel and then there's the three women with the hands. Like it just like is such a funny yeah. progression. And I mean, speaking of like running things, uh, we didn't really, you mentioned Barney's, uh, gambling, addiction. gambling addiction, but there's like jokes throughout about it. There's a funny, you mentioned the, um, woman at the wedding chapel calling out Kino numbers. Every time she calls out a Kino number, Barney like reaches into his pocket and checks his little card. Oh, like he's, I didn't he's even put know. some he money on the Kino game. Yeah. Um, and then, 
when they decide not to go through with the wedding uh, again, Barney's like, yes, I had that, right? I bet somebody, right? Yeah. 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 So this whole thing has like awakened the the dragon. Yeah. Well, at least Josh or Josh. Sorry. If Josh Radner called up my Google, right. uh, Ted says, uh, we'll get you to a meeting when we get, get back. Yeah. Um, how about how I met, how I met your mother would make it fashion. I think the only fashion worth discussing is the, um, shirt boobs. Um, what did you think of Lily's outfit? She's wearing the whole episode that like gray and black. I didn't dress. I didn't care for it. I liked the element I liked about it is that it had like a gray satin, like sash, like a band around the waist. And mm-hmm. she was also wearing like a gray satin headband in her hair. I liked I like you. You thought that was too well. I I like the matching. I I need her to put some wave in her hair. Like I'm sick of this. Like flat, zero texture, stringy, dead, dry. I don't like it. I can't get up. I can't get past it. Oh, I'm sure that Allison Hannigan feels terrible about it. Yeah. Um, how I met your mother. Running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing. The running jokes here were. Oh, I have a good one. Uh. Well, um, yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, well, because I know you're going to take this away from me, but I noticed it too. Yeah, of but like, this isn't like the funniest moments where we're trying to like steal okay, one from okay. like one another. So you, you I could, just, I you felt proud of myself for acknowledging oh, okay. this, okay? And it was the, um, like the argument over who's going to be the best man. Oh, I didn't even mention that. Yeah. Yeah, right? and like, so he's and like which no, one of them is the best friend? Barney... Yeah. Barney is not my best friend. Like yeah. Barney's not the best friend. It's yeah, Bar- Marshall yeah, says, and Ted. Marshall as your best man. And Marshall's like, you're not my best man. And Ted's like right here. And then yeah. later he does the same thing as your best friend. You're not yeah. my best friend here. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't write that down. Cause obviously that's a, a running thing. No, the one that I mentioned or that I noticed was, um, when the Chinese businessmen are talking to, to Barney, he, you hear him say like a bunch of, Chinese and then yeah. suit up and yes, then a bunch of Chinese yes. and then legend and then the Chinese for yes. wait for it dairy. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked all, all that. Well, what did, what, what did we see? What would we compare in these two episodes? I don't know. Um, yeah, there's no, I mean, I guess, you know, there's that like element of guilt in a relationship. So Ross feels guilty. Lily feels some guilt about. Yeah, but I guess I, I, I think I just, you know what? Let's just move on into, into playing favorites and then I'll talk about this because okay. it, it ties into my, uh, okay. my opinion on playing favorites here. Three, two, one. How, How I, I met, met your mother. mother. Yeah. Yeah. The, the friends episode um, was there's too much of. The con- too much of the, the conflict of the episode seems so contrived mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. The list is a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. The way that the episode like groans in getting Rachel to see the list, you know, mm-hmm. is uh, um, it, it's 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 not a f- affirmative thing. Whereas Lily's understanding, I, I think Lily's reasons for wanting to elope are honest and genuine Mm -hmm. and also her reasons for eventually 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 can go through with a traditional wedding as planned are come by honestly and and genuinely and i feel like 
the friends episode is contriving things to keep the couple apart because that's what its DNA has been so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you can make the argument that how many others doing the opposite is contriving to get this couple back together, you know, because that's right. what its DNA is, but it makes an argument for why they should be together. Why they, it, it, I believe that the, that these two characters love each other. I believe that the writers understand why they love each other. The actors understand why they love each other. Whereas, uh, um, there's too many, there's too much mechanism at work on the friends episode for me. So that's why the two, that's why I picked how I met your mother. Okay. Um, well, mine's, <laughs> I, I just like a field trip. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. I like an excursion. Yeah. That is always, always fun. And yeah. how I met your mother definitely has more of those than friends. And a lot of that is because as we've talked about friends, was actually filmed before a live studio audience. Right. That's limiting. Uh, yeah. How I Met Your Mother was not. It's, even though it's a three-camera sitcom, there's canned laughter. There's no real right. audience. And so they're, they have much more uh, uh, flexibility. Um, there will be some excursions. Okay. There'll be some tropical excursions. Oh There'll be some... Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, do we get like a... Um, Beach club season, like Saved by the Bell? Not a full season, but we okay. do get some episodes. Um, there's also Vegas. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, um, should we move into my favorite segment of the show to introduce? Yeah. What's that? It's called, How Were We Doing? Mm-hmm. This is where we look at what was going on in the world on the days these episodes aired. Season two, episode eight of Friends, the one with the list, aired on Thursday, November 16th. 1995 as far as what happened in that day um let's see i had something here uh the queen mother Mm. elizabeth underwent hip surgery okay (laughs) no comment i feel like i don't like i'm i mean as an american i don't know that much about uh the royals to begin with but I don't think I realized that the queen's mother was alive yes. when I was younger because I didn't understand how the like, but it was queen mom. Yeah. But like as a kid, I just had like a, my understanding yeah. of Kings and Queens is based on like fairy tales and stuff. And I'm exactly. like, yeah. how can the queen's mother being be alive? Wouldn't right. that be the queen? Yeah. Um, so, uh, but she went, would go on to live for another seven years. So, um, good for her. Yeah. And what else you got? Music. U.S. President Bill Clinton signs the National Highway Designation Act, which ends the federal speed limit. Hmm. So, I guess at a time before you or, or I could drive, mm-hmm. there was a, a national speed limit. Was it sixty-five? I don't know. It doesn't. I did. I could. Uh. I could. You want to look more into it? No. 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 Uh, no, no. Here we go. Okay. National Highway Designation Act. Big red Belgian cookie pin. <laughs> Green goddess dip. Green goddess dip. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Um, Green Greek olive medley. White truffle popcorn. Okay. Well. Vegan mint and chip bonbons. <laughs> I can't find what the federal speed limit was. It's okay. 
unfortunately. But um, it's repealed now, and that's why. What do you think is the highest speed? What's the highest speed limit you've seen? Uh, well, I know like sometimes seventy on, on the way to Vegas. On the way to Vegas, seventy, and in Palmdale, Lancaster, there's a seventy. But I think I've seen seventy-five. Okay, well now I got to look this up. <laughs> Baton Lovers Quartet. <laughs> you baked lemon ricotta. Okay, hold on. Highest Truffle? speed limit in USA. A lot of people look this up. Pecorino cheese. Portions of the Idaho, Montana, Nevada, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming road networks have 80 mile per hour oh. posted speed limit. Wow. The highest posted speed limit in the country is 85 miles per hour and can be found only on Texas State Highway 130. I want to say when I went on my um, road trip with a gal pal, we like drove through the night between Texas and New Mexico. And we were driving so fast. I actually did get a speeding ticket. But yes. I wonder, yeah. I think maybe I was on the mindset of like, oh, we can go this fast on all the roads. So maybe I knew 75 or 80 and felt comfortable on all highways. Um, from 1990, 1990, 1995 to 1999, on um, highways in Montana, there was no speed limit during daylight. Wow. Yeah, they've, that's obviously they've... Lawless. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've thought better of that, I guess, because there is one now, but um, that would have been fun to go drive 120 miles per hour and, uh, well, my car would probably have come apart. Yeah, <laughs> my car, like, shakes at 75. Yeah. All right, well, let's look at the the music, uh, the, the songs that were tearing up the U.S. Billboard charts mm-hmm. in... In, in that at that time uh okay got a new one on here another very problematic artist so uh mm. mariah carey's fantasy coolio's gangsta's paradise janet jackson's runaway and then at number four r kelly mm. you remind me of something Ugh. do you know that song no how many r kelly songs do you know i don't I know like i mean trapped in the closet i've watched because yeah. i was like an ironic hipster in the yeah, 2000s or whatever yeah I'm sure I do if I heard them, but well, then there's ignition remix. Uh, um, uh, it's the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Okay, rolling yeah, yeah. My body, uh, sipping on coke and rum. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, and then he says something like, something, something in the stretch navigator. We got food everywhere, as if the party was catered. And I always think like. Well, who did bring the food? <laughs> when I listen to that song, like the potluck, was it catered? No, he says it's as if the party was catered, right? So it's not catered. It's not catered. So where did the food come? come someone from? brought the food, and someone the helped. food is in the stretch navigator. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then the number five groove theory. Tell me. Mm-hmm. So then, season two, episode eight of How I Met Your Mother, Atlantic City, aired on Monday, November thirteenth, two thousand six. Um, nothing fun happened, (laughs) um, in the world on that day that I, uh, well, I guess there's one thing that I don't understand. I don't know anything about like programming languages, uh, but in a major development for the free software movement, Sun Microsystems releases the Java programming language under the GNU general public license. Hmm. 
But unfortunately, Hold and Catch Fire didn't make it quite to <laughs> 2006, so I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, and then uh, songs. Justin Timberlake, My Love. Akon, Smack That. Fergie, Fergalicious, mm-hmm. which is at least better than My Humps. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But not by much. Uh, Ludacris, Moneymaker. And then still hanging in there, the non-existent song Lips of an Angel by the non-existent band Hinder. Oh, God. <laughs> and then our other I wish segment. we could, like, I love our um, intro and outro music, but if we can find a <laughs> Hinder, Hinder song. <laughs> specifically Lips of an Angel. Uh, no, I'll never hear I'll never listen to it. Yeah. Because it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our other segment is called Challenge Accepted, and this is where we make predictions about what's going to happen next week on both shows based armed only with the knowledge Ouch. of <laughs> of the sorry so, so i can't i can't help it i'm sorry it's okay it's okay you know what i'll take one for the midwesterners mm-hmm. i'll take one for the men who have suffered for so long mm-hmm. in in relationships <laughs> um season two episode nine of now, you already started vamping, so I don't know if you can, uh, if you've got a, a other possibly the world's largest fusilli, breaded fried ravioli, bacon wrapped scallops. Friends season two episode nine persimmons. is called the one with Phoebe's dad. Oh wait, no. First we have to look at how we did last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said, holy shit! I get it. You get it? Yeah. I said Ross weighs the pros and cons of taking up with Rach or sticking with the gal that brung him. That's mm-hmm. literally what happens. Yeah. I can't believe I for- forgot that I got that. I was kind of right, too. You said Barney plans an AC Bacchanal, and the dames are none too pleased. Well, I mean, they did go to the strip club. Yeah. He did try to have, a, like, a bachelor party. Yes. But, okay, that's true. But also... Lily and Robin were both supportive <laughs> for the most part. I think Robin wasn't pleased that they, they had to lie about it. Okay. And Robin wasn't pleased. So you think you but get you, a point too? No, so, no, you're no, right. No, you you're right. No, we're, no. Still, we're still tied. I don't, we're I, don't, tied. I don't think it's neck and neck. I'm just trying to defend no, you my didn't. title. Yeah, Barney did no, play no, no, a bachelor no. party. But so we're tied at four points. No, I think, I think you get it. You get it. No, it's over. You get it. Listeners, <laughs> <laughs> who gets the point? I think, David, you get it. I was just, I was just being a brat. Uh, no, I think you argued your case and I'm not going to change it. I look, wow. I've got the phone here. Wow. I've been taking your abuse about my Midwestern oh, accent no. for too long. Okay. You uh, should, uh, give me more shit. Season two, episode nine of friends is called the one with Phoebe's dad. Okay. Now, obviously I can't just say Phoebe's dad. Phoebe's dad yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, Phoebe's dad. Well, I'm not going to go so far as to like guess, but I'm going to say Phoebe's dad is played by a recognizable actor. Okay. Um, no, that doesn't give me much. That's, that's also too broad. And that's not really guessing what happens in the episode. Right. So maybe I try and guess like a little more specific. Why does, you will like Phoebe's dad. Why does Phoebe's dad come back? Because wait, do we do we believe that Phoebe's dad is dead? 
No, we believe her mom is dead. Oh, okay, okay. So Phoebe's dad comes back into the picture because he says he's dying. That's my guess. Okay. Um, okay, so um, Phoebe's... Festive flowers and pleasing plants. Phoebe's is pops... Uh, is about to buy the farm <laughs> and wants to get back on good terms with his, I don't know, offspring? Yes. Sparkling pomegranate. Okay. Go on. Um, Wintry blend coffee. Okay. Natalie? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Okay. (laughs) Not for the title. I'm just happy. I just realized what the next episode is. Oh, I'm excited. It's, it's, I mean, I'm not going to tell you, but it's one of the... Uh, every, one of everyone's favorite episodes. One of the goats? Of, All right, give it to me. Of How I Met Your Mother. The episode, season two, episode nine of How I Met Your Mother, Mother is called Slap Bet. Now, you remember I've been teasing every time someone gets slapped on How I Met Your Mother, I say, stay tuned. <laughs> There's yeah. going to be a lot more people getting slapped on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Slap Bet. <sighs> I mean, are Marshall and Lily like going to plan an actual wedding again? Or maybe it's going to veer off Marshall and Lily and go more to a Robin Ted scenario. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the idea for the bet is going to come, like the idea of slapping is going to come from Barney. Okay. Um, like if someone says something, someone gets to slap them. Okay. Like a secret word. Okay. If Does that make one sense? of the gang utters the... Maybe it's like marriage. No, I don't want to be that specific. Yeah, utters the magic word... They get slapped. Yeah. So like in Seinfeld, they have a bet. So maybe it's a... But I got to say it. Because I have to say it in like a corny way. That's uh-huh. my thing. Yeah. If uh-huh. one of the gang utters the magic word, they get five across the face. <laughs> they get a five finger... <laughs> Knuckle sandwich. Knuckle sandwich. <laughs> they get their lights punched out. Yeah. They get their block knocked off. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So... I think we did it then. We covered all of season two, episode eight of both friends and how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I like when you and I both have the same favorite episode. Yes. You know, uh, excuse me. Ooh, good on height. Oh boy. I came out of nowhere. Um, when, when it's how I met your mother that we both love, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing it. I like, 
I'm like winning yes. over a convert. Yeah. And then when it's friends that we both love, I'm like, I'm growing as a person. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, so, so either way I like, I like it better when we agree. Me too. Then when we disagree, I do get a little sense of achievement when you like friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you can find episodes of this podcast wherever you find podcasts. You can also find posts for every episode at Battleship Pretension.com. Battleship Pretension is the name of my other podcast, my website, where you can find me talking about movies and reviewing movies and uh, all sorts of movie-related stuff uh, and some TV stuff if you join the Patreon. But uh, you can email email me at david at com, and you can follow me on Twitter at DaveyPretension. But most importantly, you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Please, please do that. Natalie, where is it you would like people to find you on the internet? Don't find me, but find our podcast and uh, rate and review. If you like it, tell mm-hmm. your friends, tell your mothers. Um, let us know who um, who won the challenge <laughs> this week. Yeah, even though we both tied. Yeah, David gets a point. Um, but let us know. Yeah, again, share with friends. Give us five stars if you like it. Let us know how we're doing, that you're listening. Yeah. Uh, until next time, see you at the Fistachios Factory. <laughs> <laughs>